refusing to be discouraged. I want to share some things with you today that I hope will encourage you. I appreciate you tuning into this podcast and just a few uh, things that I hope will uh, help you maybe just to think about and will bring you some hope and encouragement in your day-to-day life and walk and with Christ. And I, I just want you to go stronger and go deeper and just get better in your everyday walk. And so I'm going to just hand you three or four things today on this podcast that I've tried to apply in my life, and I hope you'll be able to do something in your life with these, and they'll help you um, when it comes to overcoming discouragement and just getting frustrated sometimes because we know life can be that way. So the first thing I'm going to give you is that you have to, and this is a tough one for, for me and probably for some of you if you were honest, but you have to remember that life is not just about me. You have to remember that it's not about me. The more self-focused I am in life, the more prone to discouragement I'm going to be. Because every time you forget that life is bigger than you, then you're not, and you're not the center of the universe, you're not God's gift to the world, you're not holding up the world, you're not Charles Atlas, you know, that big strong man that would hold up the picture of that globe on holding the world or whatever. When you think it's all about you, and anytime you forget that it's not about you, you're going to get either prideful, or you're going to get fearful, or you're going to get bitter. I mean, prideful, fearful, or bitter, because God didn't make the world to revolve around you. But not only that, when you think everything's all about you, then you take everything personally. You get your feelings hurt so fast and so easy. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5, the Bible says that our message is not about ourselves. It's not about us. It's not about you. It's not about me. Our message is not about us. It's about Jesus Christ as Lord. We're merely servants for Jesus' sake. Now, it says a couple important things in that verse and in that passage. It says our message is not about ourselves. You see, God has a unique life message for you. He put you on this earth, put me on this earth, because he has a message he wants to say to the world through you and through me. God didn't put you on the earth to be about you. He put you on the earth to be about him. He's your creator. Your life message is about God. He says, it's not about you. And when I focus on me, I'm going to get discouraged. And the other part of that passage is it says it's not about us, but we're merely servants for Jesus sake. Now, this phrase for Jesus sake, Paul uses it a couple of times in this chapter. And he says, we do what we do for Jesus sake. Now, what's he talking about here? What, what's he talking about here? He's talking about motivation. What is our motivation? Because now motivation and discouragement have a lot to do together. They, they have a lot to go together. Because God's always more interested in why you do what you do than what you do. Let me say it again. God is always more interested in why, why you're doing what you're doing than he is, he is in what or even how you're doing it. Because he cares about the motivation of your heart. Do you realize you can do the right thing for the wrong reasons? The why always determines how long it's going to last in your life. And if you go out on a project or you set a goal or you get an ambition and you forget why you're doing that, you'll get discouraged and you'll give up and you'll quit. A lot of people start off in life knowing why they want to do what they want to do. 
career or whatever, your job, family. But when you forget why you took that job, when you forget why you went into that career, when you forget why you gave your life to Christ, when you forget the why, you'll stop doing the how and how long. Discouragement always happens when we forget the why. So I'm going to ask you before we go much further in this podcast, why do you do what you do? Why are you doing what you're doing? Remember, it's not about you. The second thing I want to hand you this is that you've got to relax in your limitations. Yeah, you're, we're limited. We're limited, and I've got to learn to be okay with that. It's so important. As a matter of fact, it's one of the most important antidotes to discouragement because you get discouraged when you try to be Superman. You get discouraged when you try to be Superwoman. I mean, it's time to take off the cape. You're going to get discouraged when you try to do more than is humanly possible. You have not relaxed in your limitations. And I've not relaxed in my limitations. What we all need is a realistic view of you. I need a realistic view of me. You need a realistic view of you. Because the facts are, let's just admit it. This is a hard one for me. You can't fix everybody's problems. I'll say it again. You can't fix everybody's problems. And sometimes you act like you can, or I'll be transparent. Sometimes I act like I can. But anytime you or anytime I don't live within the limitations of our life, um, we're going to get discouraged, man. So you cram too much in your life. You're cramming way too much into your life. It's easier to fill your schedule than it is to fulfill your schedule. It's easy to fill your schedule. A lot easier than to fulfill your schedule. It's always easier to get into something than it is to get out. It's easier to make a promise than it is to keep a promise. It's easier to go into debt than it is to get out of debt. And we need to learn that we've got to relax on our limitations. There's only so much we can do. Paul talks about literal Literally, physical limitations of your body in, in this chapter. He says, you, you need to know your limits. You need to know your warning signs. You need, listen, when you're overextended, you need to realize that, you, it, you know, it's your, it's your body you're hurting. And not just the body. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, We're like these clay jars in which this treasure, this treasure of God is stored. And the real power comes from God, not from us. He says our bodies are like pottery. We're like clay jars. Some of us have very big jars. Some of us have um, different shaped jars. And, um, you know, some of us have very beautiful jars. And we, we just all kinds of jars. Some of us just have some plain jars. I mean, um, we all have this in common that we're all made out of clay. It may look a whole lot different, but we're all pottery. And listen, you know what happens to pottery when you drop it? It breaks easily. We're all clay jars. may look differently, but we're all made of clay. We're clay jars. God says your body's like clay jars. So we're all, listen, a little cracked. I mean, let's just admit it because we've all been dropped. We've all been dropped here and there. We've all been kicked around. And it's just being honest about who we really are. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have noticed this, that it seems like God often puts his greatest gifts in the weakest people. And I think that's a good thing because then people go, well, that's got to be God. Even Paul himself says, I glory in my weakness because when I'm weak, Christ is strong. 
when I'm weak, he's strong through me. So he says, just be real and just be honest. Accept your limitations. And remember that this is not all about you. And now you're on your way to overcoming discouragement and the things that tries to discourage you in your journey in your life. Let me give you one more thing that's vitally important as well. You're going to have to take time for renewal. Over the long haul, you're going to have to figure out how. You're going to have to figure out ways to recharge and to refresh and to renew yourself. You're going to have to figure that out. If you don't learn how to refresh and renew and recharge yourself, you're going to stay discouraged and you're going to give up no matter what the project or the goal of the dream. Paul talks about that in this chapter. And this is why we never give up, Paul says. This is why we never give up. And now, if, if you notice this chapter that Paul's writing, this is like the third time he's using this phrase. This is why we never give up. He says it constantly. And he's talking about overcoming discouragement. This is why we never give up. Although our bodies are dying, literally in the Greek, the word they're dying means wasting away. Okay, so though our bodies are wasting away, he says our spirits are being renewed every day. You're going to have to learn how to be renewed every day. That's called daily renewal. You've got to renew your mind. You've got to renew your body. You've got to renew your heart. Renew constantly. Now, obviously, physically, our bodies are decaying. I mean, we've noticed that. You're not as, as sexy as you were 10 years ago, all right? Well, I mean, you're not. We, you know, we have bifocals and baldness and bulges and wrinkles and aches and pains. And some of us are like me. You have a furniture problem and your chest has dropped into your drawers. <laughs> I mean, you can't stop the aging process, but you can stay fresh on the inside. Paul says, I renew myself daily. How do you do that? Well, you need to spiritually renew yourself daily with time with God every day. You spend time with God every day. You read the word, you pray, you talk, you get spiritual recharges. It's like hooking up to some jumper cables to get you spiritually recharged. That's why I constantly tell you, take that chair challenge. Find your favorite chair and your favorite cup of coffee or whatever it is you drink. And every day for 15 minutes, just get in the Word and let the Word get in you. The chair challenge. Favorite chair. Favorite cup of coffee. 15 minutes is all I'm saying. And get in the Word and let the Word get in you. You need to know what renews you emotionally. You need to know what renews you physically. And you need to know what renews yourself spiritually every day. Hey, thanks for listening to today's Faith Podcast. Stay strong. Face strong.